0: Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Hollywood, home to the movies, fame, and fortune, is there a place for faith? I'm so glad to introduce to you a man who brings to the big films he produces a sense of a bigger picture. Ralph Winter has produced blockbuster films ranging from Star Trek to X-Men. Films he's produced have grossed collectively more than $2 billion. He's in Australia at the moment where one of his professional buddies is no less than our own Hugh Jackman. Ralph Winter, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome you to Open House.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks so much for sparing the time. Yeah. Let's get the obvious question out of the way first. What is Hugh Jackman really like to work with?
1: Hugh's <laughs> a gentleman. He is fantastically talented and uh, smart and engaging. And for me, what you see is what you get when I when you, when you see him on television or in movies. But on television, when he's you know being himself or introducing or doing a, an award show, that's the real deal. That's what you see. He's a He's a, a real artist.
0: He's a great ambassador for Australia.
1: Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is.
0: You've enjoyed one particular theme of X-Men, and that's tolerance.
1: <laughs> yes. We've, um, that's been part of the stories from the beginning. That's certainly uh, the take on it that Brian Singer created on the first movie and uh, carried that through. And that's been part of the comic books as well, just talking about how, that, how important that is to uh, getting
0: along. Why is it important to make it a theme in a Hollywood film?
1: I think it's an enduring question. I think the the question that the comic books raise about how do we get along? Should I fit in? Should I be a part? Where is my place? Do I have value? I think that's a relevant question whether you're fourteen years old or eighty four years old is Is there a place for me? Will I be you know passed over or forgotten? the brilliance of the movies is the writing and directing that stages and dramatizes those questions in a way that anybody can access.
0: Oh yes. I think it's probably worth asking you to explain what a producer actually does. It's a very familiar (laughs) title but people may not be that familiar with the range of tasks that it involves.
1: My wife is always asking me what I do (laughs) every day, right? A lot of wives do that. Uh, The (laughs) credit of producer in the the motion picture industry is very close to the title of director. It's like, you know, there's the last credit before a movie begins is the director, then the writer, and then the producer. And it is the highest award given in the motion picture industry. The Oscar for best picture goes to the producer. That's because a producer is someone or a group of people that have to pull it all together to drag it over the finish line that have to be the leaders the champions the 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 cheerleaders the, the 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 people who make it happen it's where the buck stops
0: how long will a typical big ticket big budget movie like for instance x-men take to put together before even one frame of film is shot
1: well you, you know the first thing is developing a great story so on the movie i shot here wolverine Uh, origins with Hugh, you know, probably took a year to develop the screenplay. And then another, I think I came down here in August of 2007. We finished shooting in June of 2008 and the movie came out in 2009. So, uh, you know, it's a two to three year process of uh, trying to do that. And the movie they're shooting now with Hugh Jackman, another installment of Wolverine. You know, this is 2012. It's taken them that long to uh, get the movie ready and put it in front of the cameras and it'll take another year before they're out so it'll be there'll be a four-year gap between that Wolverine movie and this next one they're filming now in town.
0: When you're assigned a movie to produce in Australia what's your response?
1: I was thrilled for Wolverine I came down I really made the decision very quickly partly because my friend Hugh called me and said please come please do this can't do it without you and doesn't take much to say yes to that, but I was—I uh, I loved coming here. I, I loved living in Darlinghurst. Matter of fact, the hotel room I'm in now, I can sort of see where I stayed before, and uh, uh, I loved it. Loved the people and loved being in the city. And brought my wife down uh, near the end of the shoot for a month and uh, had a, had a great time.
0: It's great to have you here. Thank you. It's very much a people business, isn't it?
1: Every business is a people business. I mean, you know, if you wanted to if you wanted to break into investment banking, you'd have to, you know, build relationships to do that. You can't just jump into it. I think every business is that way. Um, but yeah, the movie business is about relationships. It's about people. And if you're going to build a career, uh, you've got to make friends along the way from the beginning to the end. I think one of the things that's unique about the movie business is that people that, work for you on this movie in a few years you could be working for them. And so you gotta maintain good relationships at every step of the way with everybody because you never know what can change.
0: But the people you're dealing with in Hollywood for instance are, let's say, rather an interesting crowd of people to deal with and challenging.
1: Everybody's challenging. I mean I think, you know, there's there's certainly an aspect that people think that celebrities you know are interesting and so they want to see what they're doing in people magazine or you know on TV or any of the reality shows they they think that that's somehow some validity and so there's there's there is an added responsibility I think in dealing with you know people that have a, a an impact on popular culture right or wrong they have an impact
0: yes a producer starts his career watching a ridiculous number of movies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I fell into this. I'm a history major. Uh, didn't really have any plans to 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 be in the movie business. I was going to be either an academic or teach or maybe even be a pastor. But I fell into it making industrial um, videos for a company in Los Angeles, did well at it, and got an opportunity to move it to Paramount, worked in post-production. Uh, And then, yes, I began to watch a lot of movies and read screenplays. Also, just begin to appreciate what the business is about and learn. and just worked hard, worked on a lot of movies to gain some insight and knowledge and experience about how to make movies.
0: Your first video projects, I'm sure, are a great encouragement to lots of people setting out on those very first, very ordinary jobs.
1: Well, you've got to start somewhere, and I think making short films is a great calling card. It's a great practice. Television has always been a great uh, training ground as well to tell longer-form stories. But part of it is just got to do it. So I was... You know, the time working and making short films was sort of my film school. I got to make 50 of those, and that's how you learn.
0: What drew you to Hollywood, and why films? Why not stick, for instance, with television, or why not documentaries? Why not do even radio?
1: I think that in movies... There's an opportunity to tell a story in a deeper way. It is not necessarily the way to make the most money. Um, It's not necessarily the way to have a consistent career, but it is an opportunity to tell stories that go deeper and longer and further and can potentially have an impact. A lot of people can remember back movies they've seen 10 or 20 years ago that, that moved them, you know, hero stories journeys that resonate inside of people. And I think that's the opportunity. And I've just always been attracted to that. I'm not unattracted to television. I'm not unattracted to documentaries. But, you know, movies are sort of what I love.
0: In an age of such change in communication and entertainment, how are you struck by the enduring nature of movies? Because they're still there so powerfully.
1: They won't go away. Movies aren't going to go away. Movies are... um, the, the the opportunity to be in a place in a big room to have you know spectacular presentation and sound and be amongst a crowd that you don't know but is also interested and intrigued by the story that's being presented and be affected by that in that dark room for two hours has been something that uh, in the last hundred years is a part of our culture and part of our global culture. People around the world love going inside and doing that. And I think that's just the current representation of what mankind has done around campfires for thousands of years.
0: And certainly telling the story is what Jesus did.
1: And Jesus is an expert at telling stories. And the Bible is five or six hundred stories uh, that are, you know, fantastic about real genuine, authentic characters and what happens to them and how they deal with uh, life and what the solution sets they find in their journey.
0: On Open House, we're with producer Ralph Winter, who's in Australia at the moment, producing X-Men 3, The Last Stand, the final installment of the blockbuster trilogy with uh, our own Hugh Jackman. Ralph, what are the words that you would use to describe Hollywood as an insider?
1: Well, Hollywood's a bit of a mythology. My office is actually in Hollywood at Hollywood and Vine. But there's, there's only one studio, really, Paramount Pictures, that's in Hollywood. When people speak about Hollywood, they speak, you know, sort of generically or mythologically about that place. Yes. But Southern California is where a great deal of uh, movies get generated and sold and made. And uh, very few of them actually shot in Hollywood, this this new movie that Fox is making is, you know, being shot in town here. It's a culture, it's it's people, it's relationships, it's, you know, a business that is trying to build and make entertainment for the world.
0: Can you tell me the three most significant work skills you bring to being a successful producer in that kind of town and world and industry?
1: I think number 1 is being a leader. I think the best uh, pictures that I've worked on, and and why I get hired uh, by the studios is to provide leadership. I think that's the key thing is to do that. I think the second skill set that's valuable is managing expectations. There are so many different expectations of what, how much money should be spent, and 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 who should spend it, and who to put in the movie, and how the director will deliver the movie, what the studio wants. There's so many moving parts and managing all those expectations is part of the job of a producer. You know, I think maybe the third thing would be, you know, how you deal with people relationally, uh, respecting people, creating an environment where people can be creative and do their best.
0: And Christian faith can fit into that world.
1: I think if you are embracing your faith as a Christian, you are necessarily thinking about relationships and the process and the the journey that everybody's on in manufacturing the product and how you treat people along the way is the best indicator of what you believe as a Christian. I don't believe that necessarily the workplace is a place to proselytize or to try to convince people that the Christian faith is what they should embrace. But there's work to be done, there's a project, There's everyone's being employed to make something, and the way you treat people along that journey speaks more loudly than the words you might speak about your ideology.
0: How does the way you manage people in that way differ from how you'd be if you perhaps didn't have that faith?
1: I don't, I'm not, I don't know. There's a lot of great people that embrace a lot of different ideologies and and, and do a great job producing movies. I don't think, yes. as Christians, we are unique in that way. No. But I think for myself, I feel like you know I've got a base and a foundation that will withstand the rigors of making a movie and all the tension and all the, the struggle and obstacles and all the hard work that needs to go into that. I feel like, personally, I have a faith in God that I know will sustain me through that process.
0: In such a business renowned for its great fame, of course, but also lots and lots of would be if I could be actors, endlessly auditioning. Uh-huh. what's the extent that identity is is a big issue for many of those people?
1: Actors and celebrities, they figure that out for themselves. I don't know that sometimes it's the project where people find their identity. Most actors are out to make great product and to you know showcase their skill set. So most of them have their feet on the ground and are trying to uh, do their best work. I don't know that necessarily things you read in the newspaper about the different antics that happen are necessarily, uh, you know, uh, broad and, and indicative of every actor that's out there.
0: Yeah. What would you say working in Hollywood has done for your faith, if anything?
1: You know what I've learned? I've learned a great deal about how stories are made and told and the value of that. And I think there's plenty that we can learn and apply in the way that Jesus tells stories and the way that we as Christians should be telling the gospel story yes. to a world that yearns for hope and a better way.
0: Because we haven't done as well as we might? Yeah, have.
1: I agree. That, that, that That's primarily what I'm driving at is that Unfortunately, we don't tell stories as well as Hollywood, and because we come at it as Christians a lot of time in Christian movies, whatever those are, it's like, it's like being a Christian plumber. I don't want a Christian plumber. I want someone to fix my pipes. I don't want them to come pray over my pipes. Um, I think that we too often come at telling stories with an agenda, and, and too often Christian movies are answering questions that no one's asking. Yeah and the more that we tell authentic stories and tell them in entertaining ways the more there's an opportunity to you know get a fair hearing of what we believe in the marketplace
0: because it takes subtlety to draw people in
1: it takes skill yeah. and and it does take subtlety but it takes skill in storytelling it takes the ability to tell a compelling story when you when you read stories in the Bible, those stories are compelling. But when we tell stories, a lot of times as Christians, we want to, we're so wanting to tell the answer that we we end up not telling an authentic story in its its grittiness, in its reality, in its flawed natures of the characters, that we want to make it better. We want to tell a cleaner story and In fact, I think those are less attractive in the culture.
0: Yes, the skill and the subtlety of telling a story, well, doesn't mean that you sell out on the message that the story is meant to deliver.
1: Right. But I think if you tell the human struggle, you show the struggle that Abraham or Moses or Samson or Elijah, any of those characters in the Bible, you tell the real story and the real result, and you don't have to talk about the answer or the message, because It'll come through. It'll come through as the character shows you what they value by what they do. That shows you how the character has changed. Is
0: so there much of a market for Christian movie making?
1: There's a market for great entertainment, and I think as much as we can provide great entertainment that has a worldview underneath of it and characters who are dealing with life in a real way, yeah, there's a market for. There's always a market for that.
0: You're now able to. Um certainly pick your own projects but in the past on the way up how did you deal with the insecurities the uncertainties of at times a terribly insecure and uncertain industry
1: well like any business i think you just got to dig in i think that uh i tried to make good choices of movies that i would work on you try to add value you try to figure out how can i what can i learn from this how can i add value yeah that to me is the growing and insistent question for me all the time is how do I add value? How can I serve these people? How can I bring something to this in the excellence of storytelling or the production value or the management or the leadership that helps this be a better product? And I think that's where uh, we can add value and, and along the way add salt and light into the culture.
0: Lovely. What's the next project for Ralph Winter?
1: we have a couple on the horizon where the business has become much more global. We think that the financing for movies is much more outside the U.S. rather than inside. So I was in Moscow last week trying to help them figure out how we can make a movie together about a famous Russian character, Tamerlane. We're almost finished with a screenplay on a Korean War project where they came to us wanting to make a global movie. The story they brought is sort of an insider story about the Korean War. And what we're helping them to do is to tell a bigger, broader story about uh, the UN forces, the American forces coming in, working together, about a famous rescue that happens in North Korea of American troops and Korean people. And the story is really about how the Americans saved some of these Koreans who otherwise would have died, but how the Koreans really saved the Americans' souls by showing them why they should care about the Korean people. So we hope that, and that rescue, that famous rescue, culminated on December 24th in 1950. So we're hoping to bring some expertise in telling a global story so that that movie performs or overperforms in Korea. But that famous war that's still going on and still a flashpoint in global politics, will also resonate in a global market today to say this is what happened and this is what this conflict is about and this is why it's still going on and this is why it's important.
0: I'll always remember where I heard about it first. Can Uh, I just end our wonderful conversation with one question about two elements of Ralph Winter. Your single biggest highlight of your life, single biggest highlight of your work.
1: I value uh, my marriage. I've been married 38 years. I've made choices along the way that because of my wife, uh, we have a great partnership and a marriage that just gets better and better with our kids and our grandkids. I think that in my career, people a lot of times say, what's your favorite movie? And my answer is, I love all my children. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Some of my movies have not performed as well as others, but you know, I think my, the, the second X-Men movie, I think the fourth Star Trek movie are certainly my favorites. I, I enjoy watching those movies, and I enjoy how they had an
0: impact on the culture. And this interview has been a real favorite of mine. Ralph Winter, thank you so much indeed for sparing the time for us on App House. You're most welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Okay. See ya.